and welcome. You're watching We the People. I'm Rishika Barua. 700 Indian students are facing the threat of being deported from Canada because their offer letters for admission to Canadian universities were found to be fake. These students sought admission back in 2018 and 19. Now, five years ago, many of these victims have paid over 16 lakh rupees each to be able to get their study permits and student visa sorted out. Many of them. even managed to complete their graduation and go on to secure work permits they only learned of the fake admission letters when they applied for permanent residency in canada now with their future at stake these students have now launched an indefinite protest against the canadian government demanding the indian government to also take action while some students have now received a stay order others continue to fight meanwhile the mastermind of this scam is still on the run To put this story in perspective, it is important to understand the numbers, the surge in the number of students going abroad to study year on year. According to government estimates, 11 lakh students are currently studying across 240 countries right now. The United States and Canada, well, they are among the top destinations. These are the two countries where most amount of students are going to. 2 lakh students, Indian students are in the US and in Canada uh, to study. Now, many of these students invest huge sums of money to be able to study in these countries all with a hope to be able to find jobs to be able to secure work permits and finally to be able to get permanent residency or green cards now it is these students and their families who are most vulnerable With an 8 to 10% year-on-year increase in the number of Indian students going to study abroad, there is a growing sense of desperation. That's evident. The number of students applying for student loans to study abroad, for instance, has increased from around 22,000 students loaned back in 2012-2013 to almost 70,000 student loans. in 2021-2022 this is official finance ministry data this also makes students an easy target and more susceptible to fraud it's the same story with employment scams or marriage scams with indians going abroad but on the show tonight we'll be joined by protesters from canada we'll also speak to the education consultants the immigration experts to help us understand well how not to fall prey to such scams Joining me Karam Kaur and Sanjay Kumar from the protest site in Canada we have Adarsh Khandelwal the CEO of Collegeify Ajay Sharma author mentor and immigration expert we have Varun Singh who's also an investment and a migration consultant and we have Mr Shashikant former DGP of Punjab and I'm joined by a young audience here uh, many of whom have questions about how this scam has happened and are study abroad aspirants themselves but first I want to go across to the epicenter of this story in Canada and let's uh, talk to Karam Kaur and Sanjay Kumar two protesting students joining us on We the People Karam if I can come to you first and if you can hear me at the moment explain to us what exactly has happened why are you protesting okay तो लेट मी एक्सप्लेन यू फर्स्ट है ना कि जिस कॉलेज में हम आते हैं जिस कॉलेज की ऑफर लेटर हम लेके आते हैं हम उस कॉलेज में हमने स्टडी नहीं की हम जब यहाँ पर कनाडा में जब अराइव करते हैं तो हमारा एजेंट हमारे घर पर कॉल करके ये बात बताता है कि हमें उस कॉलेज में नहीं जाना क्योंकि सीट्स फुल है और हम लोग उस कॉलेज पर नहीं गए एंड देन उसके बाद हमने कॉलेज चेंज किया उस कॉलेज में हमने स्टडीज की उस कॉलेज के ऊपर बेसिस पे हमें वर्क परमिट इश्यू हुआ है उसी न्यू कॉलेज के बेसिस पर ही हमने पीआर लगाई हुई है ओके okay. तो जिस कॉलेज में आप गए थे कॉलेजेस दैट यू वेंट नहीं ये बहुत अच्छे कॉलेज एसबीएस कॉलेज हैं। ओके okay. 
So, you know, Sanjay, if I can come to you, what makes this a one of its kind scam? You know, that for five years, five years have been issued, you have documents issued, but in nobody figured out that these documents were fake. अब आते हैं मैम तब हमारे पास थे ऑफर लेटर कईयों के पास थे कईयों ने राइट वे कॉलेजेस चेंज कर लिए थे मैम और उसके टाइम पीरियड के अंदर जब अपने पास ये सब चीजों के राइट आ जाते हैं आपको सीट मिल जाती है कॉलेज के अंदर आप अपनी कॉलेज स्टडी स्टार्ट कर देते हो और अपनी अपनी स्टडी कंप्लीट भी कर देते हो फिर आपको वर्क परमिट भी मिल जाता है मैम तो आपको कब रियलाइज होगा आप एक्सपीरियंस भी कर चुके हो और उसके बाद में आप परमानेंट रेजिडेंसी के लिए एलिजिबल भी हो गए हो तो कहां पे पता चलेगा वो तो मैम उन्हों को ही नहीं पता लगा जब स्टार्टिंग पॉइंट थी जब अपने दिल्ली से एम्बेसी फर्स्ट ऑफ ऑल एम्बेसी में अपने डॉक्यूमेंट्स जाते मैम वहां पे भी वो चेक कर सकते थे इस चीज को वो हमें वहीं पे ही रिफ्यूज कर देते वो हमारे लिए एक डिफरेंट सिनेरियो बन जाता वहां पे भी चलो सम हम कहीं ना कहीं गलत हो जाते वहां पे जब हमने उसको हायर ही कर लिया मैम उसको पता था इन चीजों के बारे में उसने हमारे साथ में मिस्क्रैप किया है हमारे सारे डॉक्यूमेंट ओरिजिनल है हम लिजिबल है जब हम किसी और एजेंट से ओरिजिनल गेट कर सकते हैं अपनी एक्सेप्टेंस लेटर तो वो बंदा ही क्यों हमारे साथ ऐसा किया उसने क्यों किया हमारे साथ हमें हमें ये समझाइए कि आपने बहुत इंपॉर्टेंट पॉइंट रेस किया कि हाउ डू द कनेडियन एम्बेसी नॉट ए फ्लैग दिस आई मीन हाउ कुड दे नॉट टेल सो इज दिस देन अ लार्जर नेक्सेस दैट वी लुकिंग एट मैम देयर द सम कॉलेजेस जो हमारे साथ में ये सब कर रहे हैं क्योंकि उनमें से कुछ ही कॉलेजेस के ऐसे नाम आ रहे हैं जिनमें से फ्रेंचॉल लैमटन जो वो बंदा एक मतलब की अपने टाइम पीरियड के अंदर उसको पता है उसी टाइम वो फाइलों को वहां पे रीच आउट करता है अम्बेसी के अंदर और वहां पे भी उसका कुछ ना कुछ कनेक्शन है हमें है उस बंदे के ऊपर डाउट ओके करम आपसे पूछना चाहूंगी हु डू यू होल्ड रिस्पॉन्सिबल फॉर दिस ये किस किस को आप दोषी ठहराएंगे अकॉर्डिंग टू हम अगर सब कुछ देखते हैं तो सारे ही इन्वॉल्व है इंडिया का एजेंट और जो कैनेडा में डील कर रहा था उस टाइम क्योंकि हमें नहीं पता कौन कैनेडा से उसके साथ डील कर रहा था हमें नहीं पता राइट एंड आईआरसीसी भी कह सकते हैं क्योंकि उन्होंने हमारी फाइल प्रॉपर वे से चेक नहीं की राइट मैं मैं आपसे एक बहुत एक और बहुत इंटरेस्टिंग पहलू है स्टोरी का मैं आपसे उसके बारे में भी बात करना चाहती हूँ बिकॉज आई थिंक दैट कंसर्न्स अ लॉट ऑफ पीपल यू नो डिड यू टेक लोन्स टू गो आउट एंड स्टडी इन कनाडा व्हाट्स योर फाइनेंशियल सिचुएशन एट द मोमेंट एंड हाउ इम्पोर्टेंट इज इट फॉर दिस पी टू कम थ्रू ये आपके लिए कितना जरूरी है कि आपको पी मिले तो फाइनेंशियल सिचुएशन सबकी बहुत खराब है डेढ़ साल से हम लोग सफर कर रहे हैं मोस्ट ऑफ द स्टूडेंट डिप्रेशन में है मैं चार महीने से मैं काम पर नहीं जा रही मेरी फाइनेंशियल सिचुएशन बहुत ज्यादा खराब है ना मेरे पास रेंट है ना मैं कह सकती मेरे पास ग्रोसरी का चार महीने से मैं ये चीज सफर कर रही हूँ एंड इवन अब मुझे अगर काम मिलता भी तो दो हफ्ते से मैं लगातार प्रोटेस्ट में हूँ संजय वॉट इज द वर्क सिचुएशन वॉट इज द फाइनेंशियल सिचुएशन फॉर यू एट द मोमेंट वाइल यूर प्रोटेस्टिंग आपकी क्या फाइनेंशियल सिचुएशन है मैम फाइनेंशियली सिचुएशन तो इतनी बेकार हो चुकी है डेढ़ साल हो गए हैं ये केस चलते हो और हम नहीं नहीं करते मैम ट्वेल्व थाउजेंड के अराउंड हम लॉयर्स को पे कर चुके हैं और उनमें से भी हमारे पास फाइनेंशियली सिचुएशन इतनी वीक हो चुकी है कि हम खुद को भी सरवाइव नहीं कर पा रहे किसी चीज को लेकर और आउट ऑफ स्टेटस हो रखे हैं इवन उन्होंने हमारे को ये भी बोला हुआ था कि तुम 
काम भी नहीं कर सकते अच्छे से मतलब एक ही अगर आप अपना काम भी हमें वो काम से अब हम काम पे नहीं जा रहे तो वो इतना नहीं हमारे को टॉलरेट करेंगे वो हमें किकआउट कर देते हैं और और इन्होंने सीडीएस ने ये बोला हुआ था अगर आप काम पे जाओगे तो हमें फर्स्ट इन्फॉर्म करना आप कहीं भी चेंज कर रहे हो तो तो हमारे पास और वो रिप्लाई नहीं जब तक करते हम काम को चूज भी नहीं कर सकते मैम इतनी फाइनेंशियली हमारी सिचुएशन तो बेकार हो चुकी है इस चीज को लेकर और हमारे पास कुछ है भी नहीं ऐसा जो स्ट्रॉन्ग पॉइंट पे हमें ऐसे जिंदा रख के यहाँ पे इतना सरवाइव करने के लिए ओके करम सम स्टूडेंट्स हैव बीन गिवन रिलीफ फ्रॉम द कनेडियन गवर्नमेंट बट आपके इस वक्त कैनेडा और इंडियन गवर्नमेंट से क्या डिमांड्स हैं तो हमारी पहली अगर कनेडियन गवर्नमेंट से डिमांड तो यही है कि हमारी डेपोटेशन रोकी जाए जो ये हमारे ऊपर जो केस है मिस का वो कैंसिल हो और हमें हमारे लिए कोई पाथवे हो जिससे हमारी परमानेंट रेसिडेंसी की कोशिश हो जाए क्योंकि ऑलरेडी डेढ़ साल हो गए अभी तक हम लोग पीआर हो जाते बट दिंगेज हमें हमारे ऊपर केस डेढ़ साल से चल रहे हैं राइट और फ्रॉम द इंडियन गवर्नमेंट हम कहना चाहेंगे कि है ना कि वो इस केस पर इन्वेस्टिगेशन करें हमारे जो कंसल्टेंट थे उनको पकड़े ओके उनके ऊपर एफआईआर करवाएं क्योंकि हमें एफआईआर करने जब हम जो जाते हैं तो वो भी मना कर देते हैं पुलिस वाले की हम कर नहीं पाते you know for the benefit karam of of viewers in india for viewers who are watching the show for the benefit of the students we have here with us in the studio many of whom are aspiring to go abroad and study aap unko kya advice denge kya nahi karna chahiye kya red flags hain kya advice denge aap uh, aspiring students ko so the first advice will be ki hame blindly trust nahi karna chahiye जैसे हम लोगों ने किया कंसल्टेंट पर इतना ट्रस्ट किया कि हमने उसकी सारी बातें मानी तो डोंट ट्रस्ट ब्लाइंडली है ना कॉलेज में जाके बात करो कॉलेज पर पर्सनल ईमेल जरूर करो ईमेल करके अपनी है ना वेरिफिकेशन डन करो अगर कॉल करो अगर कॉल नहीं करते तो जो हमारे अगर कैनेडा में हमारे है ना कोई फ्रेंड्स हैं या रिलेटिव उनको कहो कि है ना जाके अपना चेक करे वेरीफाई करवाए एंड पहली बार जिस कॉलेज में आप आओ उस कॉलेज में अपनी स्टडी कंटिन्यू करो राइट ये एजेंट्स जो है यू नो हाउ डिड यू फाइंड दिस एजेंट एंड वॉट एडवाइस वुड यू गिव टू एनी वन एल्स लुकिंग फॉर एन एजेंट यू कैन चेक की उनका लाइसेंस अप्रूव है वो लाइसेंस अप्रूव कंसल्टेंट है देन यस आप उसे कंसल्ट कर सकते हैं अगर थोड़ी सी प्रॉब्लम होती है आप कैनेडियन इमिग्रेशन को आप डायरेक्ट कॉल करके भी पता कर सकते हैं कि प्रोसेस क्या है इवन सारे गूगल पर दिखा हुआ पहले तो वो था नहीं बट अब है सारा कुछ है ओके I think that's useful advice to students Sanjay Kumar and Karam Kaur thank you very much for speaking to us on We the People we wish you all the very best with your agitation and we sincerely hope that it is the culprits of this scam and not you who are penalized at the end of the day uh Adarsh Khandelwal you know if I can just bring this to you first to just summarize what we've just heard i mean it's absolutely shocking what some of these children are going through uh and you know a scam of this magnitude that you know these documents these fake documents being unearthed 5 years after they were actually issued it's unthinkable it's unbelievable it's unbelievable rishika i mean uh, my heart goes out honestly for uh, for the students and i like you know i just cannot believe the kind of scenario which these candidates are leading you know 700 in number is close to a 100 crore rupees fraud maybe more right and at this point of time right they went with documentations uh, and the canadian government also is responsible so first come first it's the responsibility of the canadian government to secure rights for the students there right because they spent money they've invested several 100000 dollars 
they've waited for a very long period of time and they cannot be sort of sent back right now right so there have to be made you know right. whatever legal proceedings to get them in a you know more sorted scenario and from generally for a you know for an advice to students you know um, you can't hand over and you know give everything and just trust any consultant blindly hmm. right hmm. i mean i've been in this space for a very long time and consultants obviously you know would take the documents i don't know why they was they why the consultant was paid 15 lakhs you should not pay any money that it's like literally giving your bank account right you will not share your bank account otps with anybody right it's right. similar kind right. of scenario right. you have to be in direct touch with colleges colleges you know, will send not... you direct id Yes, Adarsh Kandelwal. You know, while in principle you're right. If you look at a lot of students, they don't have the wherewithal or the understanding to be able to do this on their own. You know, I want to bring in Mr. Shashikant into the conversation. You know, as as someone who's been at the helm of affairs, you've probably dealt with hundreds of such cases, not just pertaining to students. I mean, immigration scam is not a new thing that we're hearing about, but a lot of people fall prey to agents because they don't have the understanding or the wherewithal to be able to carry out admission processes and get in touch with universities abroad on their own. I mean, we're looking at people coming from remote parts of India, many of whom don't even have access to, you know, internet or computers. Yeah. uh basically i'll use one strong word for this entire episode is a can of worms can of rotten worms how does it start if we talk in context of punjab kids out here they just want to go out to go out abroad on, on one way or the other and for the student visa is one of the easiest ways and they sell off their property they the entire families are ruined economically Right. I remember 2012 we had started uh, with the concept of making a regulation on the regarding the tra- travel agents mm. and in 2014 this regulation was passed after that some people they went to the supreme court of india and they said that uh, one of the words which was used that it amounts to this way or that way human trafficking right supreme court had refused to a step into this thing they okay. said that well go to the state authorities okay. and everything and i was looking at i was talking to the president of the travel association here hmm. he said that uh, particularly in jalandhar they have got 100 or 107 registered uh, travel agents right. whereas in practice there are 1000 plus such persons who are doing this so i think the important point that you're also raising here uh, you know is for students to make sure that the person they are uh, they are dealing with uh, or transacting money with has some kind of a license is that correct you have to look for yes. some kind of a, a license or a permit to be able to do this kind of work absolutely you're right they need to ensure that the person they are talking to has the permit but again there is another loophole is we are talking of punjab what about other states sure. the ministry of tourism and others say that well Sure. These are regulatory things. They are not. It's not really law. They say, and, and lots of persons who don't have license, they have not obtained license, either from the state government or from government of India, are doing this nefarious kind of business. Right. So it's this is how this can of worms starts here. Okay. And second, I talked to this Canadian persons also. I've got my friends there at the Canadian government. They said that the embassy just scrutinizes the papers as they are presented to them. and one big big loophole in canadian system is that once the students land up there they just don't try to keep any check and right. most of these institutions they are just one room universities you go right. take admission in one room's university and from there they'll send you to the another okay. so the entire track and entire, entire trail is lost 
Right. So, uh, can we, you know, yes, we, have, we, have, we have audience members and several of whom have raised their hands to make a point. You had a point. Go ahead. Uh, what was the Indian government doing when fraud, fraud agents lure students uh, in taking admissions abroad? What was hmm. the government doing? Right. Okay. So where does, where does the buck essentially stop? Khushi, you also had a similar question. Only those who have been the victims are the students who are being punished. But what about the one who has committed the this fraud right. and he is roaming from like so many years. But is it the lack of the government or the lack of the laws like he is roaming again and again? Right. You also had a point. Um, so my question is, this is like such a big number and we cannot ignore it. Sure. So was this a like how can this huge mistake be taken by th authorities? Sure. Was this a mistake or was this a deliberate case of corruption? Okay. My question is, Brijesh Mishra was previously um, arrested in 2014 for forging documents and sending students abroad. Then how did he got the license, license again? again? Okay. And is it government's mistake or is it the mistake of those students who went again uh, to that same person? They didn't check sure. his authenticity. Uh, Mr. Shashikant, I think several points have been raised here about, you know, where does the buck really stop? And I think a lot of it has to do with awareness as well. But, you know... Would you would you be able to sort of just shed some light on what is the kind of action that is taken on these kind of complaints? I mean, do we have a robust mechanism? Because this is a scam like uh, others said at the very beginning that amounts to hundreds of thousands of crores of rupees. Yeah, one, one kid stated that this particular person who was involved in this scam that earlier, earlier also he had done it. it no yes. Now, as for my knowledge, he doesn't have any license, as far as I know. Right. Uh, he, is, he is one of those persons who are doing all these scams. And in this thing, again, you know, the culprit is basically the police, the state government, as also the central government. Sure. When such, when such reports are given to the police, they just sit on it. And again, you know, uh, buck stops there or buck when I'm talking, literally right. I'm talking buck means corruption. Right. It's basically say... corruption, corruption, corruption. And the kids, I'll just want to tell them, look, if you want to do it, every state is maintaining a, on, 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 they've got a bottle where they've got the names okay. of the persons who are really authorized to send the kids abroad. Sure. Just consult that list before talking to any XYZ. Thank okay. you. Well, very important that you verify the identity of the individual who you're yes. appointing as your agent or engaging in any money transactions with. Varun Singh, you know, you've written a very interesting piece recently about how this is not just students. I mean, we're talking here about students specifically, the, you know, the fate of these students that hangs in balance. But you're saying that this is this has just opened a larger can of worms in a certain sense because there is employment schemes on the basis of which people are scammed. There are marriage schemes. I mean, there's all kinds of things happening in the name of immigration fraud. Absolutely, Rishika. We uh, this is this has become an everyday activity where we see uh, similar kind of incidents, and a lot of victims they come to us uh, have become victim because of ghost consultants, and they uh, prove themselves that they are a doctors and they are giving prescriptions, but they don't have a credibility to do that. And and due to lack of awareness, and uh, of course, uh, uh, Sashikan mentioned right uh, that. Uh, you have to check uh, the credibility and uh, you should go to the government websites and check that whether this is a, a registered consultant or not. The biggest problem in this industry is the same thing, is that now you can see this news, but this migrations and the scams of this migrations are happening from ages and decades. 
Right. There are big time players in industry who have been uh, doing this openly, and there is no such regulations and uh, authority right. who go behind them and check them. You know the other, yeah. the other, the other really important part that I want to highlight, the important piece of this puzzle, and that's one of the reasons why this becomes a really one of its kind scam that we're talking about. Just bringing the focus back to this, Ajay Sharma. Uh, you know, you're in fact launching a book on on something related to this whole nexus, Re- right? Relationship, the, that's right. Yes, it's it's not just about students being ill-advised or being scammed by fraudsters or agents. I mean, in order for 700 students five years ago to have been able to secure fake letters, uh, they would have had to been a larger nexus. I mean, there would be perhaps a nexus in the embassy, if I may go so far as to say so, and these agents would have had their web even in Canada. I mean, this has to be a larger nexus on the basis of which this scam has gone on for the last five years. See, basically, you're talking of three stakeholders. Let's start with the first stakeholder, students. So I think where uh, the learning from this particular very unfortunate uh, episode is that students, and specifically in Punjab, there is uh, this particular way of working whereby uh, you know, they, they're called packages that, you know, the, 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 how is it that these students never got to know that, uh, you know, they got genuine admission or not in right. a particular college because they paid an X amount and that particular agent did everything. So biggest learning from this episode is the students should only pay directly to college university and do to the maximum possible direct communication. And if at all any agent is doing uh, communication on their behalf, ensure that they are kept in CC and informed. So that's one way that students can do. Never pay any agent in bulk. They're only supposed to pay the admission fee, if at all, that also directly to the university. Now, sure. the second thing which I really think uh, went wrong here was that uh, I think everybody's questioning that is that uh, uh, the verification, and then students are actually right here, the verification of the admission letter, actually speaking, should have happened at the high commission level. Yes. And that unfortunately did not happen. And uh, whereas uh, the, the students are absolutely right in stating that had they been refused at that time, uh, and definitely 700 is a big number, they wouldn't be in this unfortunate situation. So I think learning, secondly, I think learning, everybody's learning in the process, even for IRCC and uh, the Canadian immigration agencies, is that I'm sure that they're putting in place yes. uh, more stringent norms to do that. And uh, lastly, I would say that uh, as far as uh, this this entire uh, situation is concerned, this is one of its kind unfortunate situation. Right. But overall, uh, students should definitely uh, take precaution. That is the basic responsibility, in my opinion, to avoid such situation lies <coughs> first with students and parents. Please sure. be cautious to the maximum possible. My last point is that Indian government still doesn't have any policy to regulate immigration consultants and overseas education consultants. So it's high time that Indian government, just like Minister of External Affairs has a policy whereby, you know, anybody doing overseas manpower recruitment must have a license. So the Indian government must come out with a regulatory policy okay. to parliament, which will regulate immigration consultants and overseas consultants. All right. I think that that really is the bottom line, that there has to be a framework. There has to be a method to the madness, some point of verification for students to know that the agents or the process that they are engaging in has a stamp of legitimacy. I want to give the last word to students. Go ahead. 
most of the students went to Canada between 2018 and 2020. I want to ask the Canadian embassy did not detect any fake offer letters or verify them with the universities. The lack of verification right. raises questions about the efficiency of the uh, the entire system. Embassy. Really, there are questions yeah. of of the entire system here. Go ahead. Karam, uh, after this incident, countries are now starting rejecting Indian student visas. But due to this, many students who are going to apply sure. for September intake, they are surely going to face problems after this. So, isn't it disgracing the image of India on foreign platforms? Well, it, de- it definitely is. Thank you all very much for your questions. And I sincerely hope that this broadcast has been useful uh, for students and others who are aspiring to go study abroad or live abroad or work abroad. I think there are a whole host of do's and don'ts. We've tried to, you know, scratch the surface of it on We The People tonight. That's all the time I have. Uh, thank you all very much for joining us. Good night.